Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Morning and welcome. And I've done it again. Every single pod chat I do that, don't I? I say good morning. Good morning. Depends it on the time good of day record them. It could be good evening. But for us, it's morning for us. Yes, for Hello, us. Hello, everybody. Hello, it's morning. Welcome back. Hello. Lovely to have you with us. Um, today, we wanted to talk about um, a post that I saw on social media that I thought was quite interesting because I think everybody will have a bit of this in their life or experienced it at some point. And the post said, learn to see people for who they are, not who you want them to be. And I thought that was actually a real, real statement because how many times have you met somebody and whether it's been a personal relationship as in a romantic relationship <laughs> or a friendship or a business associate and you've assumed they're going to be a certain way because that's who you are and how you see the world so you assume everybody does and then they've come up and bit you on the bum because they're not like that at all. Claire just raised her eyebrow at me when I said bit me on the bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. I don't know if I'm to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't Do know if you want to start. <laughs> came to mind then, but it caused me a reaction. <laughs> you don't really have a poker face, do you, Claire? <laughs> no. Definitely so not. yes, I, I've certainly done this with people. So, you know, I, I've messed up relationships completely because I've built somebody up to be something in my head that they've really not been. I think most people do this. Oh, ditto. <laughs> yeah. Quite a few, few times. <laughs> I, think, I think in relationships, we've, we've probably all done that. Yeah. Because you, you kind of see somebody and they tick, they tick enough of your boxes, so to speak, that you then fill in the gaps with the rest of what you want them to be. Yeah. Or what you want, not what they actually but are. It's so difficult, isn't it? Because particularly if it's a, a romantic relationship and you do that, you sort of jump in feet first because you've met this wonderful person that's got all these positives. And then it's almost like you end up settling for them because you it's more hassle to get out of the relationship and you keep trying to make them into what you wanted them to be but yes you do absolutely in relationships but also in friendships and and potentially the same in business partnerships because you know I've come across people over the years who you really hope that the next day it, it's going to happen. You really hope that the next day they're going to come up with what they've said they're going to come up with. Um, or they're going to not let you down when you've said, are we going to go to the cinema? Um, or, you know, are we going to meet at the shops at a certain time? I mean, yes, I'm, I'm often late and it's, it's very rude. It's very rude indeed. But I never let You're people rich. down in that sense. Um, <laughs> you know, I would never, with me, in fact, with all three of us, we are exactly what you see is what you get. That, that's the kind of people we are. We've got no hidden agenda. Um, we've known each other for quite some time. We get to know each other really well in the, you know, the chats that we have. 
all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we've, we've struck chords with each other that probably haven't with many other people, but there are times when you hope that you're going to get that from somebody else and week after week after week is just, and actually they can drain you as well. You expect everyone to put the same into life as you do and, or you hope that they're going to do that. Um, and, and it can be quite draining, can't it? And it just keeps going on and on. You know, and, like and I think, relationships, you like I think the on. younger you are, the more you do this. Yes, yeah. And I think the younger you are, the, the certainly if you're a certain personality, the less emphasis you put on your own happiness and energy. Mm. And, and you give too much away to other people because mm. you want to believe in them. You want it to work. You want this. You want, and it's it's not them. It's you. It's absolutely you. So, do you think it it's age necessarily that does that, or do you think it's a certain experience that you get to a point and you think, do you know what, I've had enough. This is not going to happen to me anymore. I remember the turning point for me, which was when I left employment. Um, one of my friends who was in her early 60s and knew me very, very well said to me in an email, so I couldn't ignore what she'd said. She actually said to me, you always put the happiness of others first to the detriment of your own happiness and health. Yeah. And that really hit home because my mum at that point was going through the very last stages of any treatment but she got terminal cancer mm. so I was about to lose my mum and that's exactly who my mum was my mum was everybody's best friend and no matter how much somebody hurt her she just shoved it down didn't deal with it carried on and she had three lots of cancer and mm. we now know that unresolved emotions turn into cancerous cells mm. we know that it's a proven scientific fact so I think my mum being ill and my friend saying that to me really made me look at myself. Mm. And I suddenly went, actually, yeah, I've got to stop doing that. That's a destructive pattern of behaviour. I think I'd, I'd come from, personally, I'd come from a very stable upbringing with a mum and dad who stayed together and loved one another very much. Um, no real financial worries. Um, four holidays a year you know I, I had a very very nice childhood and upbringing and I expected relationships to work Be that way yeah yeah I, I wasn't told how much work a relationship is whether it's a, a close friendship or a, or a romantic relationship and I've made sure that with my daughter and my daughter's close friends they know because I don't want them to have to go through everything I went through to learn it. And does some of it come down to, to valuing your worth as well? Good question, isn't it? I suppose it does. Yeah, I, I, I think I never thought about me. I never looked at how people saw me or what I did for other people. Mm-hmm. I was just me. And mm-hmm. I've always just been me. And so I think that does come with age and experience yeah definitely claire do you're nodding a lot and not saying a lot (laughs) do you think as well because we've all gone from full-time employment where we've kind of just been us and we've always just delivered 
we've all gone from that full-time employment to working for ourselves. Do you think that that has something to do with it, that then you have to value yourself and you can change around? And it's hmm, a good question. Oh, I'm on one today, aren't I? <laughs> not, not, not for me. Yeah, uh, I, I don't feel that way anyway. I think you can have different interpersonal relationships, whether you're employed or not. Mm-hmm. maybe when you're self-employed you come across more people differently depending on what your job role is for example yeah. if you're office based you only see the people that come into the office or your colleagues or things yeah. like that whereas if you go to a networking event and there's 50 60 other people there and you go to it repeatedly you're going to eventually come across or at least have a conversation with most of those people yeah. if they're regulars and i think uh, in this in a business sense then that takes it you 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 might come across that more i don't i don't think whether you are self-employed or employed would impact on that really but in answer to you i'm nodding because i'm agreeing with everything you're saying (laughs) you're saying things that yeah i've done that yeah i've thought that yeah i've been that i've found i found personally that the older i've got the more i've uh, if you like, reduced my circle of friends. Mm. I don't. I don't ever have things to do with people because they they give back. But it's just the fact that that if the boot was on the other foot, that then they would. Mm. I've, got, I've got a lot of <clears throat> friends, if you like, loose friends, the people that I could have a drink in a pub with or something like that. But <laughs> it's that I, loose women then shouldn't say that. That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> But the friends that the friends that let's say if like um, I might need something at the minute, like uh, I had to duck back to my place last week because there was a, a supposed leak. Now my friend Joe that lives down the road said, "If you leave me your keys, if you need any help, equally so did Claire. If I can help and do anything just to save you some hassle, because those friends know that I've got a lot on personally at the minute." Now, they're the kinds of people that I want in my life, mm-hmm. not just because they would do that for me, but even just the offer. To you had, you yeah. had an experience, didn't you, um, just over a year ago, I think it was, Claire, where somebody who you thought was a friend wasn't there when you needed them. Yeah. And we had to have a long chat about how you, they might see you as a close friend but actually what they see as a close friend isn't what you consider to be a close friend. Actually, what they consider to be a close friend was a very loose relationship based on when they'd got an odd bit of time every so often. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing. I think it's, it's like everything in life, isn't it? You know, at the moment, Joe's got these gorgeous sort of tealy, aquary whatever colour, bluey, greeny, shiny nails. Exactly. And if if anybody, if we said to 10 people, describe that colour, people would use a different word mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And <clears throat> we all see life through our own eyes mm. and our own experiences. And we expect other people to see that in the same way. And that's the thing that happens. And that's where it all falls to bits, isn't it? You know? You look at me and Carl, my other half, we are absolute opposites. Polar opposites, yeah. Absolute opposites. But we accept one another totally for what we are. Mm. 
And yes, we might have the odd little fallout over something or disagreement over something, but we accept that because we know that we are totally different people, but we love one another an awful lot and we want to be together. Mm. And I think when you're younger, that's what you don't do. Mm. You don't accept that there are differences and work with those differences. You expect that you're both going to want exactly the same things, to do exactly the same things in exactly the same way. Yeah. And you end up having arguments and falling out. And I, I remember, I think I was, it must have been, Laura must have been, you know, it must have been a toddler. I read something or saw something and it said, you treat your partner the same as you treat your best friend. And if so, if not, why not? And I thought that was quite interesting because you, if your best friend does something you don't agree with, as long as it's not impacting you, yeah, you sort of just let it go, don't you? Yeah. But you won't do that with your partner. No, and well, I suppose, and also it depends what <clears throat> domestic situation you're in. If you're living with them, yeah. you don't really have much choice, do you? Because you have to work through it. Um, it is getting easier well not in the position that we're in at the minute but it's getting easier and easier to just be able to walk away <coughs> certainly you know the the older we get I think we don't take things and people for granted as much as we probably would um we're not quite as fickle um maybe as we were when we were younger um, cause one of the questions I was going to ask you, do you think social media has a lot to do with this as well? Because you look at social media, you look at people's lives and you think that's what they're like. You actually get to know them and it's like, you're just not like that at all, are you? And what a complete farce that was kind of thing. Luckily I've not had it happen to me, but you, you do hear some terrible stories. Um, and you know, I mean, it could get, you could go on for days talking about this, couldn't you? But, um, you know, the whole thing of reality what you want to see versus reality. Where do you draw the line and, and yeah, yeah. where do you accept that reality coming in? I think, I think, I think you've got, got to look at each individual person. And we're getting some feedback there. Yeah, you um, and, I, and I think for me, I let people self-select. Yeah. So I will be me and I'll be open, I'll be helpful or whatever when I meet somebody. And then I see what they're follow-up to that is that's a lovely way my decision on that you know people do tend to self-select because of course a lot of people if if people have got a lot of insecurities um or you know have been damaged in some way with the mental health or whatever it might be emotionally if they see somebody who is very confident or secure in the way that they are not they tend to avoid that person mm. Mm. um you know and and i get that an awful lot because i'm actually quite happy with who i am i'm you know i'm just me you know and and i don't really have any insecurities or other than these bloody lines on my forehead they're <laughs> between my eyebrows they're i'm so glad that clinics can open up i think i might have to go somewhere anyway that's a different <laughs> subject um Claire Gonzalez, if you're watching, I'm coming your way. Um, yeah, um, but I do think people self-select because if they, if 
somebody who is who has an insecurity for example sees somebody and meets somebody that hasn't got that back away from them automatically because they mm. can't deal with them mm. um i just let people self-select you you're in such a happy place aren't you i mean it's just like the yeah. whole <clears throat> The next, I mean, I'm getting quite deep and heavy this morning, but um, the whole manifestation thing is just like, it's massive in my world at the minute. And since knowing you, Claire, it's just been even more so. But the happy people tend to mingle with the happy people, attract the happy people, attract the comfortable people. And actually, the number of friends that I have now that are sort of coming back into my world through one way or another and are starting to feel a lot more comfortable with themselves because it's something that I absolutely promote in my business. Mm. Um, you know, you don't have to go out there with 10 layers of makeup on. And, and lockdown has actually, you know, changed yeah. people massively, hasn't it? Because yeah. we're seeing people for who they are and what I, they like. Yeah. I went out for a meal with some friends two Saturdays ago and got my little thing of eyeshadows out and went, what the hell do I do with <laughs> Yeah, that's what my sister said. I mean, it's been massive to, to change people, but actually it, it's forcing people to, to grow in confidence. Yeah. Um, you know, the guys are accepting themselves for what they are. The hair is what it is. You can't get it. Well, you can start getting it cut now, but just let it go. Yeah. You know? And, and I truly do believe that the minute that you start getting comfortable on the inside and start accepting yourself for who you are, that's when you will start seeing other people for who they are as well. Yeah, I think you've, I think you've literally got to meet somebody and go into it with an open mind on who are they, what's their experience, what's their life like, how do they live, and just, just be completely open to that and then make the decision. Because, you know, the other side of this, of course, is not only how we want to see people, but some people put a mask on. Yeah. And some people project to be somebody that they're not. Yeah. You know, and that's the other side of it, because you can fall into a trap almost that's a deliberate attempt. To, and again, Claire, we know somebody who did this through networking, don't we? Um, we we met somebody who came into a room and announced themselves as this yes. very unusual profession for a local networking event. Um, and everybody was sort of, wow. But then you look at how they present themselves and that's not what they're saying they are. And then you listen to the stories and you start adding things together and this is all false. Mm. And I saw it very quickly, mm. but a lot of people didn't, mm. and a lot of people got hurt by that person in one way or another. Um, it's I think it's seeing signs. It's been it's been open to see what's actually in front of you rather than what you want to be in front of you or what they want you to see. And and that gut instinct. Poor Claire's hardly said a word this time, have you? <laughs> That gut instinct that you get as well about things that, you know, you, your gut is very rarely wrong, is it? No, um, never wrong. So never if, wrong. You, if you get that instinct or you get that feel about somebody trusting it, yeah. you know, particularly female intuition. 
Yeah, say something. I don't know if we can hear you. I said absolutely, I agree with Going with your gut. Don't worry, I'm, I'll make up for it on a different episode, I'm sure. Why <laughs> <laughs> don't I just go... <laughs> <laughs> I actually write networking down, funnily enough. I'm, I'm doing notes as we're going through today. It's first time I've done that. That person yeah. that was talking about there, Claire, do you remember? I met them and had a one-to-one -one meeting with them after networking. After. And then they ignored me from then on. Do you remember? And I said, too, this is really weird. Yes. Yeah. And that's what started making us slightly suspicious about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you I think you find a lot at networking and it may not be deliberate because I think there's people that are maybe introverts or they're not used to group situations or whatever. So they they put a front on to be able to deal with that situation. Yeah. So sometimes it's quite hard at networking to pick the people out that are having to do that to to be in that room and, and represent yeah. themselves or people are actually doing it in a in a way that they are choosing to do that to appear in a certain way when they're in that environment well mm. don't you think part of this is when when you become self-employed one of the first things that low-level business coaches tell you and you people know what i mean by that is fake it till you make it and what people think that means is pretend to be something you're not. You know, yeah. That's not what it means. Yeah. What it means is make the decisions about your business as though you were in that higher position. Yeah. To grow your business into that position. Yeah. But the vast majority of people take fake it till you make it as go to networking meetings and pretend you've got this wonderful successful career or business mm. and pretend you're somebody you're not and that's mm. not what it means and it, and it particularly oh, happens in in network marketing multi-level marketing and that's where we kind of heard it from initially wasn't it that you know put yourself out there on social media and you're doing really really well at it but then you get people coming in and joining the team and they're like well really that that's not what it was well that's where I certainly heard of it first I'd, I'd heard of it when I was when I first went self-employed in two thousand and nine, I was told that, mm. um, and it's so wrong because people have just it, that's another thing you know people just hear a saying, assume they know what it means without yeah. questioning it, and yeah. then they repeat it to other people and repeat it to other people. And it, everybody thinks it's oh, don't get me started. That whole different pod chat that passing information on without actually questioning it. That's a whole different pod chat. But anyway. Did you see me stand up on my soapbox? Yeah, while we kick it, while we kick you, you Let's go give me a cat. <laughs> I thought your wings were gonna come out then. I thought we were gonna get dragon play. <laughs> Understand. Why people hear somebody say something and take on that view without thinking about it? Why do people just repeat stuff without actually working it out for themselves whether they agree with it or not? I'm, I'm stumped. <laughs> don't understand that at all. I really don't understand that. But that is a whole different podcast. So, on that note, 
Is it time for a brew? Uh, yeah, I'd love another coffee, thank you. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, 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 my cup needs a refill, yes. We'll, we'll probably uh, cover that one on another pod chat then, but for now, it's time yeah. for a brew. Time for a brew, bye.